I'm Lauren Dimmitt Waters. I'm a New York City-based blogger and influencer who has been covering beauty, fashion, and lifestyle for what seems like forever. But now I'm a woman in midlife who wants to discover all the secrets to growing younger. I'm ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, wellness, and longevity. I'll unearth what works and what you shouldn't waste your money on. Even if it's crazy, I'll hunt down the latest and greatest to help us all get through this journey called life with a little humor and a lot of attitude. I want to keep fighting the fight so we can all grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. Hey everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Beauty is a Bitch. Today, my guest is Kim Coffin. She's a trauma-informed somatic empowerment and sexuality coach, as well as a sex, love, and relationship coach, female sexuality coach, tantric sex coach, I stumbled over that one, and founder of Get Your Sexy Back. She specializes in empowerment, confidence, creating trust and safety in our bodies and in our minds, self-love, pleasure, sensuality, intimacy with self and in relationships, as well as relationship transformation for couples, jade, egg, tantric, and sacred sexuality. Kim teaches singles and couples how to reconnect to their body, activate their turn on, heal heartbreak and shame at a body-based level, reclaim the places they've been disempowered so they can come back into their body and step into their unapologetic power through sacred sexuality. Wow, that's a lot. How are you? I know, that sounds like, would you like me to do some of my bio? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot there. There is a lot because it's all connected, all of it, business, relationship, self, body, sexuality, it's all connected. Well, I'm great. Thank you. I can't wait to dive into this. Well, I'm a little intrepid, as we mentioned before. I will talk about almost everything under the sun, but I get a little weirded out talking about sexuality and sex. So you're not alone. Yeah. Uh, but you know, talking about menopause now, I never thought I would talk about that. So here we are. (laughs) Yeah. You're not alone there. We have been disempowered in our sexuality, in our bodies and how we show up, what we wear, whether we're end up being married or after having babies and later in menopause, like there's all these do's and don'ts that have been disempowering us for thousands and thousands of years. So it's totally normal if you're uncomfortable listening or talking to me or both. I was too way back when. Totally well, I'm, gonna get, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get comfortable with the uncomfortable. That's I've decided. Like this is celebrating this is what we're here, yes. we're here to so can I ask you first, what is sacred sexuality? Absolutely. Yeah. Sacred sexuality is a beautiful practice. It's also known um, as Tantra. Some people know it as Tantra. I also call it sacred sensuality sometimes for Facebook and Instagram because well, yeah, they prefer it. And otherwise I got to put a Euro as my E in sexuality. So um, sacred sensuality, sacred sexuality, Tantra. It is really this practice that can be practiced as solo or as a couple where we can really connect to our body, to our sensuality, to our pleasure, to our sensations, to our emotions, uh, any fears, any conditioning, anything that's been stored in our bodies throughout our life and really allow ourselves to release this stuff that is holding us back, that is keeping us stuck in different levels and really connecting to the energies that are actually already there underneath. It's who we really are. It's just these layers and layers and layers of disempowerment 
and conditioning and all this stuff is on top. So when we go into sacred sexuality, we're not fixing on, we're not focusing on fixing yourself. There's nothing to fix, but we are bringing compassion and approval to everything you have ever felt, everything you're feeling now in the past and the present. We're also bringing in tons of love and acceptance into your body, into yourself, into your emotions, all places that have been shamed, dismissed, discouraged, all of this, and really going deeper into understanding who you are, what you are, what you truly believe, what's your truth. And we're doing this through reconnecting to our body, reconnecting to our pleasure. It is the biggest place that we have been the most disempowered. Everyone, no matter your gender, is our body and our sexuality. So we're using our pleasure to guide us and we're rewiring these neural pathways between our body and our brain, which is allowing us to do everything I already told you or you introduced me that I told you that I do, really allowing us to show up and be our unapologetic selves in our businesses, in our relationships, in our bodies, in our life, and really bringing it together to bring ourselves into natural alignment. Okay, I want to obviously delve deeper into this, but yeah. what got like what led you to do this? Like, mm. why, what what got you here? What's your story? Yeah, it's interesting. Our stories we never really see as we're going through them, right? Like at right. fourteen, as I'm going to go in a moment, I never saw my story, <laughs> but I see it now. So yeah, at fourteen, actually, I woke up in the middle of the night to being sexually assaulted by my stepfather. Oh, and um, it was one of the most horrific nights of my life. I never went back to sleep. I remember exactly what I was wearing, exactly what I was doing. Like at, through the night, it's, it's, it's a big trauma for me, right? But what that, the bigger part, the bigger part of that trauma was I decided to tell my mother as soon as he left for work the next day. And I did. And I told her and she initially believed me and I knew she'd figure it out then. And then she sent me to school. Everything kind of went downhill from there. <laughs> And then she didn't believe me within a few hours. So all of this conditioning, all of this shame, all of this assault, this betrayal really added up in my body from there on out. I continued living with them. I moved into my 20s, fast forward into 20s and my 30s. Like I wasn't allowed to talk about it. It was never brought up again. And I was still seeing them. They were still part of my life, my family's life. I started having children. I was married and having children. And what happened was this disconnection, this trauma, this shame, all of this stuff that comes with a little T being a, you know, girls bullying you at school would be little, little T versus a sexual assault. It doesn't matter. They're all the same in our body. All of these traumas ended up leaving me burnt out, stressed out, numb, disconnected, caught in this cycle of overgiving and overpleasing. And not feeling like I fit in, not speaking my truth. Obviously, I was still showing up with my mom and stepfather, playing the role of the good girl, the good daughter, the good wife, the good mom, always trying to be perfect, making sure I was smiling and happy no matter what. And this left me feeling exhausted, frustrated, angry, frequently felt rushed, always on the go. Like that is a trauma response of go, go, go. I can do anything here. It's like Wonder Woman. And it leaves us feeling, and it left me feeling like, why couldn't I do what everybody else was doing? Why can they do all this stuff? And I'm exhausted, which is another whole trauma response is not true. And then guilty, feeling really, really guilty for being this frustrated, upset, and 
not happy because I had all of this. I had my house, I had my family, I had three children, I had my husband. What do I have to be unhappy? So that is another disempowering loop that starts, right? So finally in 2013, uh, I was forced to slow down really fast. I also started to have these whispers of reclaiming my boundaries. I started pulling away from my mother and stepfather. I broke my ankle. Basically, that was my first wake-up call. Three bones broken, cast surgery, two surgeries eventually, couldn't walk all my right leg. I had teenagers that I couldn't drive anywhere, all in rep sports, but I kept getting this message to like slow down. Right. So I started slowing down, but it was still very, very wobbly for a few more years. Really hard to reclaim. It was like people would say, why don't you confront your mother? Because my friends and my husband and people knew but I was like, you don't know my mother. Like, there's no way. Very controlling and very, very hard relationship to navigate because of my years of trauma, right? And betrayal. Mm -hmm. So in 2017, that is when I started playing full out. That is when I fell into a program. I have no clue how I got the email, but I did. And I said, yes. And the Me Too happened. And I finally confronted my mom, which led me into a whole other, I was already signed up, but a whole other event with School of Womanly Arts and Mama Gina and Layla Martin and sisterhood and community and learning how to take my power back, to be more confident, to speak my truth, to use my voice, to really heal, to really reclaim me, my body, all of it, all of it, and learn how to trust myself and in, in through all of it. So that is what led me into specifically getting a sex, love, and relationship certification after I did my own work, getting certified in female sexuality, tantric sex. And I have years and years of work because I've always wanted to grow. I've always been in growth books, patterns, programs, and it's just all evolved into this beautiful, beautiful business. Get your sexy back now. Wow. That is, I'm, that story is so profound. I'm shaken a bit. Um, yeah. So I, do you speak, to, I mean, now we're kind of going off of it here, but do you speak to hey, There's mommy? no going off. Um, so I thought we were going to, right. and she cut off all communication oh. and I was very upset initially. Yeah. And now I see that that is, and I did within like six months, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That was toxic. I didn't realize how toxic it was. So as I was reclaiming myself and in these deep, deep programs of healing, I was like, oh yeah, okay. I need, I didn't need that. And neither did my children. They were young teenagers then. They're now 16, 18, and 21. So that was her choice, but I do see it was my, it was the best choice. And I know she was only doing the best that she could there. Like there's a part that she was afraid. She was afraid to lose her safety, her love, her belonging. That is what we're all afraid of. And this has made me more resilient. It has made me more determined to change this narrative Mm -hmm. in our bodies, in our sexuality, because if we can do that, we can also stop the assault and the abuse and women being silent and women pushing and other people pushing it under the rug. Because I know my story is not just mine. I know it's thousands of other humans out there. Mm-hmm. And we need to stop this. We really need to stop this. Absolutely. Wow. Well, okay. So let's, let's go back to sacred sexuality. So what can yeah. you tell us more? I mean, you gave us sort of the, 
the broad overhead view of it, but what, what would you like to focus on for us? Let's say, let's say somebody like me, (laughs) who's not very maybe in touch with it, or I'm just so busy. I don't even really think about it. If Mm -hmm. I don't think about my sexuality. Um, Absolutely. Nobody does. And until we're like, Oh, but you, you said that there, there's, it helps keep you young. So what about it? Absolutely. Of course, we all want that part. That's what we want to know today. What? Absolutely. And I've got like five major things that I'm going to tell you about how it keeps us young. And if I just back up even a little bit into what sacred sexuality can do for you, and this is like coming home into your body, it allows you to reclaim the places that you've been most disempowered, that you've lost yourself. So your voice, your boundaries, your truth, feeling seen, feeling sexy, feeling good in your body with full, full approval. Mm-hmm. And power, right? All the places we've been shut down, kept small, put away, silenced and hidden. And even if you hold no trauma in your life, which I would kind of argue that one too, because there's a lot of little tea traumas. I'm doing a little, little tea here. Um, with my fingers. Tea in the air. Little tea. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of little teas, but there's a lot of places that female identifying humans and women have been disempowered a lot. We're talking thousands and thousands of years. And this goes into the next part, which is reconnect, which is reconnecting to your body, to your sacred feminine, to your sexuality, to your pelvic bowl, to your womb, because she also holds this inner GPS, this inner intuition in your body. So that's the reconnect. Reconnect's very powerful. And the last part that sacred sexuality brings us all into is this deep remembrance, because we do all of this work and it brings us into this remembrance of who we are, this unshakable trust in who we are in our unapologetic power. So that's what it does. And then how it keeps us young is super, super cool. Go with it. Go. So how it keeps us young, right off the top, five ways that I want to share with you. So one big one, collagen is naturally released when we have orgasms. So there's our number one. It actually is what allows us to have this glow, to have this juiciness, this turn on. People will say, oh my gosh, you look so different. I don't know what it is. And a lot of this really makes a difference. So when these hormones are released in our body, naturally there's collagen. It also helps us keep a really toned pelvic floor. Like it really helps our body stay alive, keep the blood flowing. And that doesn't have to be orgasm. That can be any sacred sexuality practice and using how to reconnect to your body and using these practices to come home in your body. Because turn on and pleasure also calm our nervous system. And turn on can be two things. It can be sexual libido kind of turn on, but it can also be this juice, this life, this spark, this lighting up, which is also in the glow that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. So this calms our nervous system. And it reduces stress in our body, which balances our hormones, which is so important. And this is especially important in perimenopause and beyond. And perimenopause starts anywhere 35 and up, sometimes earlier. And this is something we don't know. Many, many humans do not know this. We think it's in our 50s and we're way away, but it starts a lot earlier. So it can really allow us to balance these hormones and balance our body as well as it can keep us very lubricated. There's a lot of women that are like afraid they're going to literally 
we've been told for years we're going to dry up and shrivel up as we get into menopause. It's not true. Yes, your hormones can go off whack for a little bit, but you can reduce yourself up by following your pleasure in your daily life, following your pleasure in the bedroom. It's both. It's a both and what juices you up and turns you on in your life. The places, speaking your truth, following your truth. There's so many different places in there where we don't show up as our authentic selves. And when we don't, we dim our light. Mm -hmm. And that includes we dim our everything. So different lubrication can definitely dim there too when we're not happy. Yeah. And then what else? What Mm -hmm. else? There's more. Do you have questions there too? Well, yeah. Um, You you had mentioned uh, women have been disempowered, dismissed, and discouraged. So can you go a little bit more on how to get your power back. Like you're saying the sexuality, but what if you're not comfortable? Like where, where do you start? Yeah. There's different places to start of simply seeing what it is you're doing that you hate doing. Who are you hanging out with that you really don't want to? Where are you saying yes to people in your life or your husband or partner or whoever that is when you really don't want to? Um, We can even go into the bedroom there. How many times have you not stopped somebody from, um, you know, having sex because something hurts or something is out of place or it doesn't feel good or faking it? Mm-hmm. Like we fake it in so many different places in our lives, not just the bedroom. So starting to look at what do I like? What don't I like? What's working? What's not? That's a big, big thing. And then we can take it from there. And our sexuality itself is like this really fast track portal to coming okay. home and trusting ourselves because I find it is the biggest place we've been disempowered. It is the biggest place that we've been told to be a good girl, sit down. You know, there's all these rules for women, pre-marriage, marriage, beyond what you can wear, what you can't. There's all of these rules and they're all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. I mean, I, I buck the, the rules. I've learned. I'm, that's my, that's my jam. I tell women like, no rules, just do you, do what makes you happy. But I don't talk about it, obviously, in the sexual Mm. place. I mean, just because, as I said, I'm not comfortable talking about that. So, yeah, but yeah, I can see that they're all related. We're not comfortable talking about it because we hold shame and fear in our body and our sexuality, even if we're not noticing it right now. We've been taught, like, that's not what good girls do, or we've been taught, this is what sex is now. Don't talk about it again. We're not taught about pleasure. We're not taught about anything to do with pleasure, unless you've got a book, a magazine, or you've been Googling it. Like really, right. we're not, it's not taught about. So when we also go into sacred sexuality, we can release these stuck emotions, these fears, these body shame pieces from our body. Uh, And we don't even need to know what it is. That's the really cool part. We can use tools and practices to allow it to release, to create this um, or complete this stress cycle in our body that showed up way back when. It can show up when you first got a bra. Maybe you put one on really young and the girls laughed at you at school for wearing it. Uh Um, There's all of these pieces that are in our lives, all this conditioning. So if we're holding this trauma in our body, it can show up as lower back pain, pain during sex, other pelvic pain, anxiety, depression, frustration, burnout, 
not feeling like you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways. Example, the body keeps the score. Like the body always keeps the score on exactly what's going on and has in your life. So there's also a book on this and it's super, super in depth and super, super deep. And if you're in a not great place, don't read it because it's really heavy. What it goes into a, uh, body keeps the score, literally. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so an example of this, like I even had my trauma and my disconnection. So it also creates this tight, tight pelvic floor from my trauma, right? right. A lot of our sensitive areas. So um, our vulva, our vagina, our belly, our breasts, our throat, our more sensitive areas hold our traumas in our lives. Even if it wasn't sexual trauma, we're holding them there. So it can show up in tightness. So a lot of women can have that lower back pain. I also had a super tight pelvic floor and ended up with a third degree tear in my second vaginal birth, high up near my cervix, not at the bottom. Mm. There's a 1% chance of those tears. Like it's really low. They kept saying, this is so tight. I also had mastitis numerous times, all on my left breast with specialists, like some of the most amazing ones, um, forgetting his name right now, across the world, trying to figure out why that was the breast I was assaulted on by my stepfather. Oh my gosh. You see how this shows up in our body? Yeah. And it can show up and our body keeps the score no matter what. That's so interesting. I know. Uh, all right. So how can we deepen our connection and heal deeply for better relationships, not just in the bedroom, but how does this translate into, you know, work, life, yeah, friendships, what have you? Yeah. So when we slow down and we start to connect with who we are and our body, mm-hmm. we start to cultivate this epic, epic internal safety and confidence and trust in our body, in ourselves. And that alone shows up in our relationships. It shows up in our relationship with ourself. It shows up in our relationships with other people, not only partners. It shows up in our business. We naturally, one of the fifth tips I had was we naturally go into this turn on and glow and we're juiced up. And that itself, that itself becomes very magnetic very attractive. People are like, I don't know what you got, but I want it because it's really, really, it's felt, it's seen. So, and this ripples out, this ripples out into our desires, into being willing to follow our desires, into asking for more, into going for more, even speaking them, our desires. And and just, we just really start to show up unapologetically. Interesting. So it just mm-hmm. spills out into everything. So you're saying, is that like when people talk about like pheromones, you mean like you're attracting people or? That and people just want to be even in your energy. It's both and. It, it's, there's just a grounding and a turn on mixed in one that people are like, well, what have you, you been doing? Right, right. Did you get work done? <laughs> Literally. And, you know, any of this work I do with my clients, we can get as sexual or not as you want. We're always going super, super slow. So any practices and sacred sexuality practices that I take my clients through, you can do it energetically. You can just use it as a meditation and start to titrate your body that way. You can also use hands over top of clothing. You can hover hands or touch. And then there's always the option to go skin on skin too, but you're always going as slow as the slowest part of you wants to go. We don't want to create trauma. 
we want to go slow and cultivate this trust. This trust. I was going to say trust and safety, but I was trusty was coming together. So this trust <laughs> Made up a new word, and safety right. is so important. It's it's so important, and this consent because our body is like this living organism organism that we have disconnected from. Right. He used to say I was walking around like chest or neck up. Uh, what do you mean in my body? What do you mean? Right. Now, what if you, you want to be comfortable in your body, but let's say you're not, let's say you've put on some weight or a woman, you know, in menopause, things are changing and she's not really liking, like this tends to happen, you know, like Absolutely. I felt more sexual when I was in my twenties and thirties and my body was amazing, but now I'm very self-conscious about that. So what is some advice you can give on that part of it? Yeah. When you do this work mm-hmm. and you learn to cultivate that trust and safety in your body, these layers disappear. Now, as you start to up level or as you gain some COVID weight or as you get older, right. our fears are going to re-show up again. And we simply need to use our tools to go, I see you. I bring approval into it, which is in sacred sexuality. I bring pleasure into it. I bring in acceptance, approval, all of this, naming it. There's so many things we can do because ultimately it comes down to you. And no matter what, you are worthy. You are worthy in a size two and a size 22. It doesn't matter But again, this is the conditioning that is so ingrained in our beauty and in our looks and in our body and how we're supposed to show up. It is so deep for female identifying humans, like so, so deep, not as deep for men. Some clearly, right. But not as deep. They don't look at our makeup, look at our hair, look at our clothing, jewelry. They don't do any of that. They haven't gotten that messaging. So I still love that stuff, but I also want to feel good in my body no matter what. I want to love my body and acceptance and approval. So by doing this work, we get to release this body shame. We get to release this good girl, all of this perfectionism. It runs deep. It runs really Yeah, deep. I, I think that there's a lot to deprogram. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and I'm, the best way to get started is just to start. Right. So tell us, tell us about your program. Yeah. You know, this can be, if you don't resonate with me, but you want to go deeper on this work, you can reach out. Like I know over a hundred different coaches that do the work that I do. So if you really want to go there, but it's not totally resonating, just reach out and ask. I'm like open book. You can message me on Facebook, Instagram. I don't check as much, but Facebook is probably better. I use my personal page. Okay. So yeah, I'll have a new membership out. It's called Sacred Pleasure Membership. It is here. It is so fun. Right now until the end of May, May 31st is only on for $44 a month and it's going up to $64 a month. I'm not sure when this is going to release this episode, but that's okay. It's still only $64 a month. Right. And it is this perfect way to dip your toe in, to start playing with these tools, to start to release the shame and the conditioning and start making pleasure a priority, whether it's day-to-day pleasure, because we already talked about that, this in the, in the sacred sexuality or sacred pleasure membership this month, mixing those two words up. <laughs> and if we're going to start coming into connection with your body, making it a regular practice. So this membership's like fully packed with turn on, sensuality, reconnecting to your body, honoring your sovereignty in your body, in your sacred pleasure, all of this stuff. 
It is for women and female identifying humans. I also work with men, but not from this program. Okay. And it's for women who want to slow down. They want a regular practice. They want to start dipping their toe in and reconnecting. It also will offer you this incredible library because I'm adding in um, extra practices for nervous system regulation and pleasure each month. Plus we're having two live calls each month. One is more of a coaching session and a teaching session. And the other one is more of a pleasure practice session. So all of these recordings are in there and it'll give you this library that you can use when you want, how you want. You can show up live. You can say, I'm too uncomfortable showing up live and just get the recordings. You can use it however you desire, to be honest. And it will reconnect you to your body. It will deepen you in your sensuality. It will allow you to release the shame and conditioning. Learn how to trust your body. Increase your confidence and will leave you feeling sexy, alive, and free in your body. So if, if we were going to make one change today, I'm saying like starting today, what would it be? Mm, if we were going to make one change today, what or would two, it be? I'm just saying like what would yeah. yeah. Start trusting yourself. If this okay. is calling to you, if you're like, ooh, I want this, but then your brain's going, uh, I don't know about this. Right. Trust the first, ooh, I want this. Because that is your body going, please, like, please just listen. Oh, somebody's at the door. That's okay. Hmm. That's it always happens, right? <laughs> Probably a male person. Damn. Probably. I think my husband's going to try and grab it. We'll see. Um, okay. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Hmm. Anything else I'd like to add? Yeah, actually, I love the Sacred Pleasure Membership because it is discreet. It is in the privacy of your own home. Oh, okay. It's all online. Um, So there's two recorded calls a month, plus a few other practices, tons of tools. I've added so much in there. I'm like, I hope I haven't added too much because I know more than ever, people post-pandemic, post-everything right now, need to ground their nervous system, need to like come home in their body, slow down, and reconnect with who they are with their pleasure in and out of the bedroom because it ripples everywhere in their life. So that's the only other things I'd like to add. I think. And how, how long does this go on? Like how many weeks is this? Yeah, it's a membership I've made. Okay. So it goes on as long as you want. There is no obligation for long-term. You can join one month and you can cancel the next. It's totally up to you. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I've made it really accessible. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Well, this is, this has been Fascinating. I, I love the the connection between your health and your mental health and the sexuality. It's how it's all intertwined. It is. It really, really is. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, where can people find on Facebook? Where can they find you? On Facebook, I use Kim Coffin. I use my regular page. Okay. And Instagram, yeah. get your sexy back. Coach. coach. Yeah. With underscores in between the words. And my website takes you to everywhere, which is getyoursexyback.ca. You can think of .ca for Canada because that's where I am. Yes. I, yeah. I pick up on that. I can pick a Canadian accent in a split second. I love it. So cool. <laughs> I grew up near the border, so I know that accent in a heartbeat. Um, thank you so much. This has been fascinating. And I think we're going to wrap it up. That's so good. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. I have a new pro-aging podcast bi-weekly, so please contact Lauren at fountainof30.com for sponsorship opportunities. 
And everyone, think about getting your sexy back. Until next time, take care.